Welcome to This Academic Life, episode 46. If you're interested in being a sponsor, then please contact us at sponsor at thisacademiclife.org. Hi, my name is Lucy John. I am a professor of mechanical engineering. Hi, my name is Pania Newell. I'm also a professor of mechanical engineering. Hi, my name is Kim Michelle Lewis. I'm a professor of physics and associate dean of research. In this episode, we will discuss academic service. Typically, when one thinks of academic service, it brings to mind tenure and promotion. Often faculty feel trapped when asked to do service, especially when one thinks about who is asking them to commit to the service and when one thinks about what the service really involves as it relates to time and professional development. Sometimes there's a learning curve if it is our first time involved in a particular service. In this episode, we will discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of academic service. So the first question that comes to mind is, how does one select the type of service when it comes to tenure and promotion? In my opinion, there are two types of services. One is a professional service where you're involved in some society, community type of service. You can go to conference and organize sessions and for these conferences, so such things. So that's one type. And then another type is institutional level type of service. You can serve in some type of committee in the inside the department or school or at the institution level. So those are the two types of services that I'm familiar of. And I believe when you go up for tenure and promotion, it's important to tick boxes for both. Great. Thanks, Lucy. So what were some of the best service activities that you completed prior to tenure? For me, those that I selected them, nobody assigned them to me. So those were the most joyful services. <laughs> and also I enjoyed some of the services that they were assigned to me as long as I had interest. So I don't like services that are just for the sake of service. I really want that. I'm not forced to take it seriously. The meaningful ones that I've done for the best uh, services are also the ones that I selected and they're all professional services. So I organized sessions and I met a lot of people through that way. And also being able to make myself visible in that way. I was very fortunate as a junior faculty, my department head at the time, I really protected all the junior faculty from service within the institution. I also like to add that sometimes for me, when we review proposals or papers, these are part of service too, that we do for our academic, I guess, community. And sometimes reading and reviewing some of those papers, they've been really, really joyful for me. Obviously, I'm talking about good ones. That is very true, Panya. I, I do remember when I was a junior faculty, I would fly to DC all the time to serve on these uh, review panels. You meet a lot of people that way and you're together review proposals. 
for a couple of days at a time. You spend a lot of time together, communicate. Some I still remember until this day, even though that's many, many years ago. You, you form friendship that way as well. So that is the important service that is critical for your tenure and promotion package. I think for me, one of the best service activities that I completed prior to tenure was serving on the undergraduate recruitment committee because I got to meet prospective students and their families and to see how anxious the students were about selecting a major, about classes, about their dorm rooms, and to bring like some sense of relief or to reduce their anxiety and say, hey, we're gonna be here to advise you about the classes that you would take. Don't worry about this right now. Like, you haven't even gotten into the school. Like, so for me, and, and talking to the parents was very interesting in terms of what and how they perceive the students should be, their child should be selecting a school. So sometimes I spent the evenings just calming the parents down <laughs> so that the student could be in the moment of visiting schools and not so caught up in costs, the scholarships, this and then that, although those things are very important. So for me, just the perspective of speaking to the parents and the prospective students was one of my best service activities that I performed for the department. What are some of the odd service activities either of you have performed that actually turned out to be a rewarding prior to getting tenure? So can you think of any that you was like, oh, I really don't see the benefit of doing this. And then when you did it, you felt like you were happy you did it. I didn't do this myself, but I've heard many people enjoyed doing seminar series organization in their department. It's an odd service. Sometimes it can be a heavy service because you have to do a lot of coordination, but I heard mostly, almost at least 90 to 95% of the feedback from junior faculty doing it are all benefited from this type of service because they get to meet so many people. Yes, there's a lot of responsibilities and a lot of exchange, very heavy type of email back and forth and to make arrangements. At the end, you do have that exposure working with or communicating with a variety of people. And some of those you invite and some of those other people you invite from other fields. And you just never know. And I've heard a lot of people getting very positive feedback doing that. Yeah, for me, I remember that I asked uh, my chair to serve in the awards, faculty awards committee. And I didn't know that most of the people that they serve in that committee, they are full professors that they have a full vision of who's doing what. So when the new opportunity comes, they know who they should nominate. So I was the only junior among a bunch of full professors in that award committee, but it turned out it was a lot of work. Well, it's still, I'm still in that committee. It's still a lot of work because you need to prepare these different packets uh, for different faculties' nominations. But for me, it was very rewarding recognizing people. And I felt that I brought another dimension to that award committee because most of them, as I said, they are full professors and they may 
not have known a uh, junior faculty that well. So I thought that I could contribute and it was for me, it was very rewarding. And also I think that it helped me to get to know other faculty within the department too. One odd service that I did was just reviewing undergraduate student posters. And I was a judge and I had to go around to like 55 posters in three hours <laughs> and review these posters and ask the students questions. And at the end, it was rewarding because I learned a lot from the students and I realized like we had really good undergraduate students that was really doing really fantastic work. And it also provided me the opportunity to learn what other faculty members in the university was working on that I didn't even know. So I thought that was rewarding. And that was something that I did prior to tenure. So often faculty feel trapped when asked to perform service activities for the department, the college, university, or professional service. Do you have any advice for faculty who feel trapped when it comes to making a decision? Oftentimes when I think about the faculty who feel trapped, it's because they believe that they're being given a service that no one else wants to do. So can you tell some of our listeners any strategies that you would have for when these faculty members prior to tenure are approached to accept or decline a service activity? I think they can be creative and introduce new ideas into whatever that service is to make it basically personalized, I guess, the service and make it joyful. But sometimes if there is no other way that they cannot, they, there is no room, everything is well structured. And you like, for example, in that poster, evaluating those posters, you cannot just go around and then say, I want to create this new way of evaluating these posters. There is not much room. So, but if there are rooms in uh, personalizing it and making it something that you would enjoy, I think that might make it less painful. But if there is no other way, just do it. Or, and if you are tenured, maybe you have the choice to go to the chair or to whoever assigned you with that service and say, well, I don't want to do it. My goodness. I feel very much the same way. I think as long as the service that's been asked of you is within reason, just do it. Come on. The more time you spend stressing about it and trying to figure out how to say no and when to say no, just do it. You never know what the outcome is. You might end up really liking it or enjoying it. Panya, are there any bad service activities? Again, I guess it goes back to my previous answer. I think that it depends how you look at it. You can always make the most out of any bad situation. Sometimes, it might be the expectation might be unrealistic. For example, if you are up for tenure and they ask you to serve in five faculty searches, I think that this is not realistic. You should say no, or you should select some of them instead of saying yes to all five of them. But I don't think that there are any bad services. 
yeah, I don't think that anything is going to damage your career or there is no justification that instead of doing that service, I could have submitted 20 more proposals or anything. I like, I mean, most of these services, they are one hour a week maximum or maybe one hour per month for, I'm talking about junior faculty, unless if they are serving in the faculty search committees that they are more worth. But for junior faculty, I think I, I cannot think of any. They ask you to serve in large committee at the university level. Maybe junior faculty should say no. Some are not so heavy loaded. Like we have in the institution level, we have a curriculum committee. They, they meet once a month or once every two months. And that was really it. There's not a lot of decision to be made and it was not, the discussions mostly are not so intense where you have to do tons of homework for, and you just meet and discuss and then you go home and you move on. So I think those type of services are okay. They look nice on your resume because those are institutional type of services. You do get exposed to many other schools as well or colleges and you know other people. And so those are nice, I think. So what are your thoughts about a junior faculty member serving on a search committee for their department, whether it's a chair search or let's say another assistant professor's opening? What are your thoughts? Do you think that fits into one of the categories of, as a good service prior to tenure? I think so. I actually always enjoyed serving these faculty search committees. I feel like that's when you meet some, someone new, you learn about them as a person, not just on a piece of paper, you actually get to look at them in a more, in a deeper way. And you get to talk to them, learn about them through the process. I feel like that's a good way to get involved outside your campus. Even though it's a, considered as an institutional type of service, the outcome is you get to know more people. And likely, if it's someone in your field, you probably see them again, see these candidates who come to campus to interview again at your own conference. So I don't think it hurts. The time commitment might be uh, on the heavier side, depends on you know what kind of search you're doing. Yeah, I kind of agree. I think also, I think it's beyond uh, meeting new people because you can you don't have to be necessarily on the faculty search to meet with these candidates. Like when you bring some of them to the campus, you can still, as a service, you can meet with them and, you know, attend their seminars and things like that. But I don't know how the benefit of evaluating 200 plus, or in some cases, I don't know, a lot of applications, the benefit of doing it before tenure, uh, I did multiple faculty searches. I don't regret them, but I think it's a lot of work. Maybe the time is important. Maybe if you are within the first two, three years, not the last year that you are up for promotion, I think that's a big no for me. I don't have anything to add. I think just from my point of view, two main things. One is consider what is reasonable and what is not for anyone. Uh, and then if it's something that's within reason, 
don't spend too much time stress about it just do it and be open-minded <laughs> and uh, enjoy it and also i think that it's important to know why we do these services i think that's an important thing and uh, that would probably that's why lucy was saying just do it i think that it's we are all obligated to give back to the community lucy and tanya thank for your invaluable feedback. As it relates to final thoughts, academic service can take many forms and we hope that you choose wisely. If you're going up for tenure or promotion, keep in mind whether your service fits into one of these main categories, department service, college service, university service, and professional service. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. You can follow us on Facebook and listen to our latest episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or Google Podcasts. If you're interested in being a sponsor, then please contact us at sponsor at thisacademiclife.org. Join us next time for the good, the bad, and the ugly of this academic life.